Root Insurance puts you in control. Root is a new type of car insurance that uses the sensors in your smartphone to look deeper than other insurers. Here's how it works. Download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior, like turning and braking, and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate, meaning good drivers could save hundreds. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. You're listening to Fox Given, the one with Madam Storm. Welcome to Fucks Given. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And we are on a mission to revolutionise the sex space, break down barriers and give the lowdown on all things sexy. Every week, we will welcome a special guest to share with us their juicy details about their best fucks, worst fucks, or even the fucks that changed them. And we'll also hear your guys' sex questions and your worst sex stories. We're all about celebrating your sex. We're removing the stigma around the whole number bullshit. No matter how many people you've slept with, the number never matters because the fucks given are the fucks that made us. Yeah. Hello. Hey, baby. I love that introduction. (laughs) Thanks for gracing us with your gorgeous presence. You're welcome. Mm, Tell us a little bit about yourself, baby. Oh, what would you like to know? Oh, I mean, (laughs) how would you introduce yourself? This is your time to shine. Okay, okay. Can I have a drum roll? Something? Oh, Oh, no, that would fuck the mics up. (laughs) Just How about like, like a tit, no, tit, tit no. slap? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, hey. I can get down with a tit slap. Thank you very much. My nipples are gonna get so hard now. <laughs> Fuck. But don't you just love a hard nipple? Mm. They look so sexy oh, for yeah. the top. Oh. I do like. Oh, I look. can see them. Oh hello. Oh, hi. Hi, hi Reed's nipples. Um, excuse me. I think I'm supposed to be introducing myself. Sorry, not your nipples. sorry. <laughs> it's your time to shine. Shut up, nipples. Get back in there. <laughs> so yes, um, as you said, my name is Madam Storm. I'm an international dominatrix. I'm a female empowerment coach and the founder of the Strut Masterclass that teaches women how to be sexy and confident and teaches them how to own their space. That's so that's, you're amazing. Yeah, Thank pretty you. much. Like overall <laughs> amazing. Thank you so much. That's incredible. We'll have to come to a, a masterclass. You must. Yes, yes. The next one's actually on the 11th of January. <gasps> yeah. And it's great Let's fun. I would love to have you both there. Plus there's Prosecco. There's free Prosecco. Ooh. Oh, maybe. Yes. I mean, the 11th as well, January, you're still hanging from like the fucking two week hangover of that's Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I knew time. what I was doing when I booked the date. <laughs> honey I was like let's get these ladies in their stilettos you know because when I first created it it was about creating a safe space for women to come together not only to celebrate themselves but to celebrate one another and girl power is so fucking awesome oops Mm. sorry am I allowed to swear I swear a lot (laughs) I mean this is called fucks given okay of course (laughs) like you can be as graphic and as filthy and swear as you like please love it love it yeah so come along bring your heels and let's have some I'm not fun. very good at walking in heels. Oh, you're going to be fabulous in walking in heels after my strap master. <laughs> oh my God, this is what I've always needed. I, I've always needed someone to teach me how to walk in heels. Amazing. Yeah, because no one does, right? They just expect no us to know how to walk in these sexy heels. Yeah. But there's nowhere that we could go to actually learn how no. to be sexy or how to walk in heels, yeah. you know? I guess I I'm, feel like I'm just like fumbling around, like I'm going to stumble, I'm going to trip and mm, twist my ankle. Yeah. 
<laughs> it, it can happen especially when you're wearing like stilettos or huge platform shoes like, I mm-hmm. I can wear stilettos fine but the platform shoes I'm fucked really I think yeah. it'd be the other way around I can't like I'm, we're talking like the you know stripper platform shoes the ones oh, that I love, love. Oh, but this is yeah, the thing no, honey I, I was saying to my lady yesterday who I did a private session with and I said to her, different heels are for different occasions. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I have some Louboutin shoes, girl, that I will oh. not wear outside the bedroom. Absolutely wow. not. No. So you, you have you have to know what heel to wear mm-hmm. and where. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe those stripper heels, you need to keep them in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't own any. I don't, it's, it's too much of a risk. Oh, no, you have to buy some. I, I think you have I, to I buy some. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking love it at work anyway. They're just like, mm. like you've got guys specifically into specific types of shoes. Like we get a lot of people. Mm, shoe fish. Yeah. Mm. Who are into Louboutins. Mm. So lots Ooh. of girls at work have Louboutins. I love a man who's into shoe fish. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. Mm, suck that heel, baby. In it. <laughs> Lick him clean. <laughs> oh my God. So how did you get into being a dominatrix? Oh my gosh, that is a million dollar question. (laughs) You know, I guess it found me, you know, when you're projecting a certain energy. Yes. And um, I get asked this question all the time, but it was because I was always attracted to women who were free sexually. Yeah. So strippers, escorts, you know, porn stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were my girlfriends, right? And I loved them because they just had a no fuck attitude and they owned who they were. Yes, some yeah. of them were going through some shit and that was their way of venting. But I just loved the fact that they owned their sexuality and they didn't feel uncomfortable about being sexy or, you know, or getting paid for having sex. And, and I feel like when you're not the norm, you're not judgmental. Yeah. And they're more yeah. open-minded. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, um, and I tried stripping and I loved being on stage and taking my clothes off and being yeah. sensual. Like, I love that power. Mm. But I didn't love the whole, when a punter comes in, you have to kind of like run to the table. Yeah. And then he kind of yeah. says, oh, whether you want to dance. It's like, have you seen his ass, honey? <laughs> like, you should be begging me for a dance, you know? So that is the bit yeah. of the power play that I didn't really like. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so then I was speaking to one of the girls and she was like, you know, you should be a mistress. Yeah. And then that's how it started kind of like coming together. And then I met another lady and uh, she was an escort. And she was talking to me like I knew what a mistress was. And when you're young, sometimes you don't want to admit when you don't know some shit, right? Yeah, yes. when you're getting too deep. You're yeah, you're always too deep. Right, so she was like, oh yeah, you know, the dungeon. I'm like, mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, and these, you know, I'm getting the whip and the cane. And I was like, ah. Oh. And then she just kept going and going. And I was like, uh-uh, okay, I have to just be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because oh, at yeah. first I thought a mistress was a husband's, be oh, on yeah. the side. Oh, yeah, the other yeah. woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. another woman, right? So I didn't understand the language and that's one thing that I really pride myself in when I'm teaching is teaching people the language that we speak. Mm, the but, code. Yeah. The code, so <laughs> to speak. Yeah. And um, and yeah, so she just told me about it and I was very, very intrigued. And then I remember visiting this lady in central London. A fabulous, fabulous woman. She was probably her late 50s. Yeah. And wow. um yeah, and she taught me a thing or two, opened up my mind and I was like, "Yes." I love that. It's like a it's like a movie. It is literally, literally. like a movie. And it's literally. hard because 
when you've got a, like a skill, like a profession like that, mm-hmm. a lot of the time people don't want to share it and teach others. Because, oh, absolutely. Oh, competition, taking mm-hmm. away my money. But there's mm-hmm. nothing better than teaching somebody the ways and like helping them to move on. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm not threatened by anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, when you become a mistress, you become the certain mistress or the type of mistress that you want to become. And then you attract those clients who like that particular mistress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When now you won't meet any two mistresses of the same. Absolutely. We're all yeah. extremely different. We're all into yeah. different things. And I, when I went into being the dominatrix, the reason why I loved it so much was because I was allowed to be myself. You know, I was bullied growing up because I'm tall. A lot of people felt uncomfortable with my presence. They found me quite intimidating. Mm, And then this is this place that I could explore my sexuality and to be appreciated and worshipped for my stance and for my energy. And it was like, fuck, yeah. (laughs) Like, I can dig this. So, you know, 11 years later, here I am. Wow, 11 years. Blimey. That is amazing. Fuck number one. The last fuck. Oh. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I'm a bit hesitant because I'm like, if they listen, they might be like, wait, no, that that wasn't me. But it was. <laughs> they might not have been them. Oh. They may think it was them. Oh, 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 I see. Oh, I see. There's a few on the card. There's a few. But I, I would tell you my favourite last fuck. Mm-hmm. How's yes. that? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it was a bit difficult because I have just come out of a relationship. Oh, God, I'm really going there, huh? <laughs> Can't backtrack now, right? Go there. Bring it. We want to hear everything. So sometimes when you come out of a relationship, some people say, you know, you should wait. Some people are like, you know, no, just go for it. But I always say, just go when you're ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and it was someone that has been my ex-lover. And <clears throat> I knew it would be difficult. But then once you kind of get there and the person makes you feel comfortable and you're confident within yourself and then you just let go yeah then that's when the magic can happen so i feel for me the reason why it was one of the best last fucks that i've ever had was because there was a bit of vulnerability in there right yeah you, you, know? were, you were opening up to someone new for like the first time in a while yeah but from, from your side or their side vulnerability wise or both i feel that the vulnerability was for me, mm-hmm. for my side. I think for them, I, he was just waiting for his opportunity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> waiting on the sidelines, waiting yeah. for you to be single again. Yeah, but the reason why it was nice, not just because of vulnerability, but you know, I like having sex in different places. You Ooh. know, mm. we're doing like public places. Don't get me started. <laughs> Let's slow it down a bit. Okay, let's let's stick to this story fast. Okay, all right. <laughs> so it started off in the shower and Ooh. he did a good job of setting the ambience. Mm, I'm really okay. big with that, you know. If a guy yeah. can kind of read the situation and they put music on and make you feel I relaxed. I love that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So and the reason why I loved it so much was because he must have seen my vulnerability, which is why he was like, let's have a shower together. Oh, that's I lovely. Know. Oh, don't do that, because I've blocked him now. Oh. He- <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there, mu- there must 
be a reason why you've blocked him. Like, the shower uh, doesn't save that. No, but don't you hate when you block a guy and then you start talking about that dick and then uh, you're like, you're like oh. Yeah, your pussy remembers. Yeah. It's just it's like, like I need to go there. back. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> try to like suck up the imaginary wait, dick. Wait, you blocked him? Yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh, I might have to unblock him after this. Wait, but why did you block him? Oh, because... That's a different oh, story. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah I, okay, so mm-hmm. back to this story. So, you know, we went into the shower and it was just really nice. He was showering me, soaping me up and, and taking care of me. I think when you're quite a dominant person, you like when someone can take control of you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And he's yes. he's got a real manly energy that's able to dominate me without me trying to pretend to be submissive because I hate that shit you shouldn't have to pretend to be submissive it should be just a natural feeling you know and because I was going through my own emotions I was kind of feeling a bit timid and I I, these are new kind of feelings for me right so I'm kind of feeling a bit shy a bit timid and then in a moment he turned me around and went to wash my back oh I know and then he got a bit closer (gasps) And then you know you can feel his dick rubbing up behind oh. you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, this gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you must have known it was gonna happen when you stepped into a shower. Of course, naked of together. course. But you know, it's about going through the whole stage of the whole build up. Yeah. Because I'm a believer at any stage, if I don't want it, I'm gonna tell you I don't want it. I'm not ready for it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And yeah. I felt quite tense, but in that moment, I just let go. Mm-hmm. Oh. Have you ever had that moment where you're just like, okay, I'm just going to let go. I'm not going to overthink it. Yeah. I'm not going to think, oh, what is this? What isn't this? Oh, is it too soon? Is it not? You know, all that these feelings. So yeah, because mm-hmm. a lot of us tend to stay in our heads a lot. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. you can't enjoy the sex. And then you, Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, girl, I let go, honey. <laughs> yeah, and so we started having sex in the shower. And then we finished off in the bedroom and it was just nice. You know, when Aww. you just get that right sex, yeah. because I could have gone to another guy and we could have had that, you know, that fuck and I could have felt awful. Yeah, yeah. like the meaningless fuck or yeah. like where there, there is no connection. You're just like, we've just done this and there was nothing there. Like, Yeah, but don't get me wrong. Sometimes yeah. those fucks are needed, mm-hmm. but I wasn't mentally in that space to have that sort of sex I think after a breakup like it's really important that the first time after isn't one of those fucks because it could be damaging and make you feel worse about your situation fuck two the first fuck oh girl I do not remember my first time do you not? <laughs> no. It was like some magical place Fuck in, in no. the woods. Fuck uh, no. With candles with and candles. Jodeci in the background. Yeah. No. <laughs> it wasn't. But I, do you know what? I remember I, rem- I remember seeing blood and thought, oh. Oh. You did bleed the first time then? Yeah. Do, do you think that was from your hymen or do you think that was just from like being dry and, and uncomfortable? I have no idea. <laughs> You're like, I, I really don't I would have thought it would be hymen. I would have thought so, no, yeah. Not, not that I don't remember. It's just that I was very young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like the sex education that we get in school doesn't inform us enough of how our vaginas work. And Absolutely I'm 35 not. now and I'm still saying, oh shit, I don't know. Yeah, it's still learning. I'm still learning. And I can be open and honest about it that. It's terrible. You know? 
that it that's really the is. case though isn't it mm-hmm. the fact that we're not taught about our own bodies properly yeah no, I'm hope it, hoping it's changing like a lot yeah we, for the we better can we had we sex pray. education a while ago yeah so fingers mm. crossed like since then I don't even think that it's changed that much <sighs> oh no it hasn't I mean for me when I'm working in the sex industry sex industry that was your fault because you asked me some question before about sex industry yeah. working as a sex worker but when I am doing sex education yeah I more focus on the confidence side of it mm-hmm. yeah. because I felt when I was growing up just saying no was quite difficult and even as a young woman even telling a guy what I wanted and what I yeah. desired was yeah. quite difficult mm. so to learn that women are still going through these things in relationships some people are married yeah. in relationships and, and still don't feel comfortable yeah. enough that's one of the most popular questions that we get sent in is like mm. how do I gain confidence in the bedroom like mm-hmm. how how can I feel sexy yeah because people don't know how to sort of step out of their sort of shy inside selves Mm. because they they, they've never been taught about pleasure they've Mm. never been taught about how to be confident Mm. a lot of of people just say oh yeah well just you know be confident or (laughs) self-love but it's Mm. a hard thing to do it's like a long process and it takes a lot of practice and and self-discovery and and trying things out taking risks yeah Yeah, absolutely because when I created my art seduction program that's what it does it focuses on that and everyone was didn't understand you know like when you have an idea you might speak to people about it yeah and um I wanted to create a place where a woman could ask questions that you would usually ask your girlfriends yeah. and your girlfriend will probably give you the wrong advice or you go onto Google, you find some shit yeah. and then you just go round and round in this vicious cycle, right? Yeah. But what I've learned is that it just boils down to confidence and self-esteem, like how you view yourself. Mm. Yeah. You know, so the one rule that I teach them all is you need to learn how to seduce yourself first Ooh. and foremost. Oh, that's a good idea. Before you can learn rule. how to seduce anybody else. Yeah. yeah. Like how do you make yourself feel sexy and turned on? Mm. Exactly. T- tell me, how, how can we make ourselves feel sexy? Well, first of all, what does sexy mean to you? <laughs> and I went, I was like, sex. Sexy. sexy. <laughs> um, yeah, just being empowered and enjoying yourself, mm. um, loving the skin that you're in and not being afraid to like, yeah. you know, make mistakes and being fuck up. Being attracted to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so do you see that's all self-work? <laughs> yeah. Right? So this yeah. is what I'm saying. It mm-hmm. boils down to self-confidence. So the first half of my sessions is all about you looking at yourself in the mirror. Oh. Yeah, seeing your lips, seeing your collarbone, mm. you know, touching yourselves. But when you touch yourself, you touch yourself with affirmations, you know. So, like, I love my face and I love my neck and I love my breast. And, you know, just take your time to really yeah. touch yourself and be in tuned with yourself and to get outside of your head. Yeah. And to understand that you have to free yourself first from self judgment. Yeah. Yes. before because we judge ourselves so too much. much too much it's too easy yeah because you're thinking all these things yeah. and the guy or girl ain't thinking none of that mm-hmm. no no I, I feel like we all do it almost every single day I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like why are eye bags so big <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the eye bags. Like, <laughs> but everyone has those small little hang-ups that they just they see every day mm-hmm. and they don't know how to but that's because we live in a society that profits from people not feeling good about themselves Mm. and we grow up in a society where if a woman appreciates herself she's then labeled with all these nasty words like she thinks she's nice or she's stuck up 
Yeah, I tell myself every day I'm fucking sexy. (laughs) Yes, so you should. So So you should. Everyone should. Absolutely. I'm gonna start doing that. Yes, I am sexy. I am am sexy. sexy. (laughs) But you gotta do it naked. Oh, oh, I could definitely do that. Yeah, and fling some heels on as well. That always works. Mm-hmm. I need to buy some heels that I feel sexy in because mm. none of the heels that I own really make me feel sexy. Oh, I love a really skinny heel. Yes. Yeah. I always feel like, I don't know whether it's just, I think this is why I need to find my heel, is that like quite often I feel like having a high heel makes my body shape look strange. Yeah. Oh, strange. strange. Why do you think strange? Like, I feel like it's too, like, small and pointy at the bottom and then it makes my the rest of my body look and feel bigger. Huh. When you put heels on, you're going to feel taller. Yeah. But that's, you need to be comfortable with taking up space. Yeah. That's what maybe it sounds that, like to yeah, me. Yeah, maybe that's it. Because when you put heels on, honey, everything's going to be in proportion because you are perfect <laughs> just the way you are. Yeah. You know? Plus it makes your legs look banging. Yeah. And your ass and your tits. And every, and every every. Part. I don't know why I've never been comfortable with it. Mm. I'm telling you, just come to Strap Masterclass and I be will. done with this talk, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am coming. Yes. 11th, we're gonna book that shit in. Yes. yes. Definitely. Fuck three. The best fuck. I am so lucky. I've had such great sex. Yeah. I've had many amazing lovers. That's so good. Oh, it's so good. That is so good. <laughs> yeah. Not everyone can say that. But it only started happening once I started owning my sexual desires. Yeah. And I wasn't afraid to communicate my sexual desires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, my sexual confidence, telling him or her on some occasions <laughs> that you know this is the way I like it or try this you know and yeah and talk you know and being free within myself you know I remember my first time when I started using the vibrator with a lover mm. yeah game changer oh my god <laughs> isn't it total game oh changer oh my god that's some hot shit to anyone so who is hot. listening honestly get that vibrator out and just pleasure yourself in front of him or her. And Ooh, oh, my yeah. God. And then also, if they are inside you at the same time, oh my the God, pleasure yes. is so much more intense. So much, it yeah. is. And it kind of... insane. It's like so your brain good. can't handle the pleasure, that like penetration pleasure and the clitoral pleasure. So it kind of elongates it and longs it out yeah. even further, which creates an even bigger, better orgasm. I love it. <gasps> oh, I absolutely amazing. love it. And um, so, yeah, my great sets came with time as I grew as a woman and became more comfortable and confident. Yeah. I would say one of my best experiences were with an individual who made me feel so submissive by placing a mask over my face and I couldn't breathe. Oh. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. You couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. I mean, I weren't like... (laughs) like mm-hmm. choking me out but you know it was a restriction of, of breath mm-hmm. yeah um, again being a dominant woman you you uh, you know you want that you kind of like desire that but no one's ever done that yeah but what I really liked about it is that it was an exchange of power because one minute I was submissive and then I was dominant oh. so we flipped between the two. Oh, that's sexy yeah and it was my first time having a lover who was into the shit that I did in the dungeon because oh. how I t- how I treat my clients yeah. is very different of course we don't have sex mm-hmm. yeah. so there's always that kind of like barrier right they're not allowed to touch me you yeah. know you only invest so much 
So finding a guy who has a foot fetish that would do certain things that only clients would do, but now you're into it. So now you're like, oh, I, oh so it's not just the money that turns me off. <laughs> I kind of like this shit. That's exactly <laughs> what happened to Reed. Yep. Really? Yeah, yeah, lots of foot guys and then just found out that I fucking loved it. It's like I've got two giant clitorises on the balls of my oh, feet. I'm so like, nice. fuck. I love it. So I you love can, it. You can literally have a foot-gasm, like a full-body yeah. orgasm, just through having your, your feet played with. But you can touched. only find out your fetishes, though, once you become honest with yourself. Yeah. And comfortable and confident to explore this with a lover. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we have to get outside our heads and let them know what we, what we want, you know? Yeah, so of course. That yeah. was definitely one of my best experiences. And, you know, I had thigh-high boots on and I had this sexy piece on and then I had the mask on. And then wow. I, you know, and I couldn't see... You couldn't see anything couldn't either. See. Oh my no. goodness. The mask was like one of those so masks. like sensory play. Yeah, it was a hood. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was yeah. a hood, you know, and and that was with my ex. So I don't really want to like go into it too much. Because <laughs> <laughs> I definitely ain't calling him back. But yeah, it was, you know, it is what it is. And that they, was one of my best experiences. Yeah, mm. I, think, I think it's okay to accept that your best fuck is with an ex. Like just yeah. because you might not like them or you've moved on like mm. it doesn't invalidate like your experiences that you had together and it oh, might no, it won't be not. your only best time like you will have more there oh, are yeah, more to I mean, come and, I, and I've Ooh, had many others so many <laughs> I, I can tell experience. Like, yeah no I, I think that one just sticks out in my mind because it was my first time having that submissive yes and yeah. dominant kind of exchange of power yeah um, and then I I love having sex in the sea Oh, the sea! Wow. Tell me why. Oh. I need to know. I we because I'm a we, Pisces. We were talking about <laughs> this the other day. We were talking. I'm sure we were talking about uncomfortable sea sex. Yeah, we were. We day. were wondering if it's if it's good for your vagina, if it's bad, if it like. Oh, my vagina issues. loved it. <laughs> and sea water is good for you, so. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I feel like my <laughs> vagina would be like, nah, reject. Like, I've got Salt, some fucking sand. bacteria infection that I can't handle. <laughs> no, do you know what? I I love that type of sex where it's like. Oh, we, can we do it here? Like, oh, like let's let's try and it's yeah. like, oh, is anyone watching? And like, I like, Ooh. yeah, risky. I like the risky yeah. sex, yeah. But I also like being lost in the moment. Yeah, you know. So like going to like you know, I've gone to places like torture gardens, and being in that sort of environment where you're so lost within that other person. Mm-hmm. That you don't care if anyone else is watching. Yeah, yeah that's like I, you know, I like different type of sex. This whole just being in the bed and having sex is kind of like mm, I, I could have just masturbated. So I, I like to be excited. You know, I, I like the story behind it. I like yeah. the passion and and the aggression and and it depends what type of mood I'm in as well. You know, yeah. I, I also like that whole bend me over the kitchen and oh, just yeah. fuck me and, you know, <laughs> yeah. and be done with a bit of everything. I like a bit of everything. I like to be spanked sometimes, depending on by who. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just throw that out there. <laughs> you know, I I like to be fed. I like to be choked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I love? when they eat it and then they pull it in and then they take it out and then they eat it again oh, oh yeah <laughs> yes that's a guy that knows he's shit <laughs> actually that reminds <laughs> that reminds me of one guy right oh my god I remember calling my girlfriend and was like babe 
the way this guy turned me out, I would give him the keys to my car, to my house. What? The pin to my car. Oh my goodness. Babe, it was like no. he fucking wrote the book. Oh my God, it was fucking amazing. Wow. What's he doing now? I don't know. <laughs> Should we message him? Yeah, let's go. Should I message him up. saying, I am, I am legit. I am legit talking about your dick. Let's do it. On my do it right I'm now. I'm going to Hopefully he messages back before we end the podcast. Please. That would be so good. Please do. <laughs> is this someone that you... Was it, was it quite a while ago or is it recent? I'm thinking about what I'm going to say just in case he's going to listen <laughs> to this. Maybe long enough for you to be able to message him again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he's somebody that I've known for years. Like I said, yeah. I've been very fortunate with a lot of lovers, good lovers. Yeah. And he's one of those good lovers. Sounds like a good one. Mm. Babes, you know, he's so good, yeah, that you want your girlfriend to try it just so you can, just so they can understand. Oh my God. Yeah. Have Pass you ever been around. in, yeah, have yes. you ever been in that kind of predicament where you're just like, girl, you just it's need like to. It's like that Sex and the City episode. Which one? There was the another referred Sex yeah. in the City. Oh, wow, yeah. Florence. There was the guy um, who uh, who was really good at eating women out, and literally they passed him around because they couldn't keep him long enough because they felt too selfish. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlotte, Charlotte had him. Yeah, that sounds good. I need I need me one of them. Yeah, yeah no, please please I, message. I've messaged. I've I'll messaged. have you. Did, do I've you mind? Messaged. Do you mind saying what you messaged? I kept it modest because uh-huh. you don't want to beg for it. Uh, yeah, no. yeah. You know, so it's just like, hey, I'm talking about your sex on my podcast interview. You know, no big deal. Hey, no big deal. No, <laughs> no big deal because you can't let them know no. the levels, right? No, you mm-hmm. cannot. Well, he's going to know now. He's, he's going to know now. Podcast no, episodes. But, no, but honestly, he's so fucking good. He really is. Shit. Do you know what I think he, needs he to is? sell this shit. Mm-hmm. Babe, honestly, he could so sell this shit. I think it's because he's taken the time out to understand how a woman's body works. Yeah. Why do all guys do this? Don't know they because, can. Do you know why? Do you know what I think it is? A lot of girls have told guys that it feels false good, it information. That shit didn't feel good. Stop telling them it felt good. It did not feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then they go to the next yeah. girl thinking that they're doing it right and they're not doing it right. Yeah, that is so true. Because it's hard to say, no, I don't like that. Yeah. Do us all like a favour and tell him, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've got to learn to communicate what feels good. Otherwise, they're just only going to stay shit and that's not fair for the other women. Yeah. I think it's because us women are too nice. We are nice. You know, I because I've had sex with a guy and I'm just thinking, oh my God, this is awful. But instead of just saying stop, yeah. I just allowed him to finish. But so sex is times. such a sensitive issue. Like, Has anyone ever been told that, that like sucking someone's dick and they didn't like it or we did I it was, wrong? Yeah, I was told that once. I had this guy <sighs> who, okay, I'm not shaming here at all, but he had a very small penis and I didn't really know what to do with it. <laughs> so <laughs> when I gave him a head... I mean, that sounds like it was it just all balls. It, it wasn't. <laughs> I didn't know what to do with it. It was. I didn't know what to do with it, and it wasn't good because I was like a little bit like, oh, I don't know. Um, and yeah, afterwards he was like, "You're gonna have to get better at that." <gasps> oh, that's so fucking rude. And yeah, what did you say? Why afterwards? Why not during? I, and like I say, oh, t- tell me, t- well, exactly. tell me how to do it. Um, yeah, because that's sexy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But also, he'd gone down on me previously, and he was so bad at eating me out. He had that little weird, like, pointy, tickly tongue. Oh, my God, yes. I was just like, I just, I don't think I said anything, because oh. I was just like, wow, you can talk. 
I've experienced bad head and yeah. I'm just like, how can you be bad at it? Like, dude, like, come on. But again, I didn't say stop. You know, this was like um, in my early kind of like twenties. You always think they're gonna get better. You're like, yeah. Yeah. maybe it yeah. starts shit. You're like, oh, maybe I'm not in the mood. Maybe yeah. my, my pussy's like not that sensitive. Yeah. Maybe mm. it'll get better. And maybe then you're like, oh, me. Like, yeah, maybe it is Yeah, me. no, honestly, that's what you think, isn't it? Yeah. And then you give them a second try and you're like, mm, yeah, yeah no, nah. it's not me. Mm-mm. Yeah. It also really helps, I find, when people want to give oral. So, like, they have that yeah. interest and yeah. they want to learn more and they're eager to learn. Mm. I think that, that, I mean, that would put you ahead of anybody. And we like foreplay. And I think with this guy that I messaged, he gets that. Like, he's yeah. foreplay. He's really, foreplay he looks at it as an art. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. sounds dreamy. Yeah, I don't isn't dream it? about Fuck. him. Okay. And he's got a big dick as well. <laughs> Fuck number four. The worst fuck. My worst is this guy who just thought he was amazing in bed and he just gave me the worst head. (laughs) The sex was so just rubbish. No. It was just so cold and... But you could tell that he was... No, he was kissing me and stuff. But have you ever been in a situation where... It's supposed to feel great because they're doing all the right things. Mm -hmm. They're kissing you, they're talking to you, they're taking their time. But I learned that some sexual energies are not compatible. Yeah, 100%. And it just wasn't compatible. And I think it was because I just wasn't that into him. Yeah. You know, like I used to just date guys because they were just there to date. Like, oh, I like you. You know, we have a couple of things in common. But I just <laughs> yeah. wasn't that into you. Not enough to give you the vagina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had the exact same thing. I like, even actually, like, what he, I called him my boyfriend for a while. Um, <laughs> but, like, every single time we had sex, like, I just could not get wet, like, mm. ever. Yeah. And that had not really happened to me before. Like, it's not just, mm. that's just not how my body works. Mm-hmm. And it... It just didn't work with him. It's like I like you, and we've got like yeah, we've got things in common, but sex does not work. Sometimes sex doesn't work. It's just not compatible. No, your mind's just like nope. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Did he reply? <laughs> yeah. He did. Oh my god, what did he say? He's like, did I miss something? Question mark. Ooh. So, oh. now, so now the flirting text messages. That so I might get some dick tonight. No, I can't. Oh. I'm celibate, remember? Oh, <laughs> oh, we fucked you. You guys fucked me yeah, good. we put you in this trap. How long oh. have you been celibate for slash going to be? Or was like, today was the start? <laughs> Today's the start. No, really? okay, well, no, but if today's the start, you could just delay it one more day. Well, yeah, it? well it's from the last time I had sex, which was... Do you know, I never... Ke- Am I the only person that just doesn't keep these things in their mind? Mm. I mean, it's hard to t- keep, unless you've got like a fucking planner of who yeah, you fucking I don't think put I it in every time. Yeah, I just don't, you know, like some women are like, oh yeah, it was like last Tuesday. Yeah, I think when you're thinking I just about don't... it, if, it's your, if you're not getting enough, I think that's when you start remembering. Do I you mean, think? you could still be yeah. celibate. I think it was like two weeks ago. Maybe just yeah. get him to eat you out. Like you no, because don't... this is what happens. Oh. <laughs> I can go without as long as my vagina hasn't had any. You know, like mm-hmm. you go through that period of I'm really horny, but yes. you get through it, yes. then you're calm. Yes. So then if she gets tickled, you've just <laughs> opened up the box again. We've tickled you. You've, you've yeah. tickled my Fuck, vagina. Man. <laughs> 
I'm so sorry. I mean, you were fucked from the get-go by saying yes to this podcast. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's such a bad thing. I mean, I want you to get laid, but I also really like this idea of celibacy. Me too. And and abstaining, and I think that's really sexy. If you and, get over yeah. this kind of like little craving, it means that you can get over like a few in the future. Anything, and it's like yeah. You're strong, yeah. You this is the ultimate this. test. The ultimate test. Yeah. yeah. Because I would go as far to say he's one of the best. Shit. Ooh. Is that just because you really want it now, though? No, because I actually don't really want it now. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, because my mind's not connecting to my vagina right now, mm-hmm. but. Oh, so you shouldn't do anything with him today. Nah. No, but this is the thing. <laughs> this is the thing, right? You could be like, okay, no, I'm cool. Then they say one thing to you, you start giggling. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then your vagina and your brain start talking to one another. Like your yeah. brain's like, no, and your vagina's like, girl. Yeah. How about just reply? Be like, I'll fill you in in like, what, four months or however long it's been. Ah. Block him. And then when I can't block him. That's up, way too much of a risk. <laughs> When you get good D, you can't block it. No, no. no. He'll be like, why'd no. you block me? Yeah, because they get really emotional with that sort of he stuff. He doesn't sound like someone you'd want to block. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'm playing Sounds it cool. Like you want you guys have just blown, just blown me out now because now he's going to know that he's one of the best and yeah. Oh, I'm but so sorry. I know. I'm it's okay. Sorry. Not sorry. Sorry. I have I'm to sorry. give you an update. <laughs> Fuck number five. The fuck that made me. It would it would honestly have to be that experience that I had with my ex because it allowed me to explore yeah. my submissive side, which I have never been allowed to explore yeah. before. That is a really big thing, actually. Mm-hmm. Like really exploring different sides of your personality and sex. Because it's also allowing yourself to be that comfortable for you to really let go. Mm-hmm. And when you find that comfortability with someone and you're able to just do anything, give it yeah. anything a go, then that mm. is really liberating. And it was our first night. That was our first night, our first time. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like, wow. met him the next day. We had that amazing sex. Wow. Yeah, so it was, it proved to me that I can be vulnerable. Mm. Yeah. And also it allowed me to really explore what my clients are feeling. That, so yeah, it made that me a better be, mistress. That oh. must be quite interesting to kind of enjoy the opposite sexually than yeah. what you do for your job. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I guess that's why I fell in love with him, you know, and that's why I, I ended up being in a relationship with him. Yeah. You know, because I was allowed, it's something new, isn't it? Mm, I was yeah. allowed to explore that kind of softer version of myself and the submissive, the submissive side yeah. of my personality. Whereas being a mistress for so long, you know, I'm 35 now, 11 years. I've always been tall, you know, I've always had this power. I've always been in tune with myself sexually. So a lot of men have always been intimidated by me mm-hmm. yeah you know and even the guys that are not intimidated by me they want that strong sexy fierce woman in bed yeah do you know what i mean and don't get me wrong i love it so you attract like you attract submissive men no i attract men that are not naturally submissive but they feel submissive with me Ugh, ain't that a fucking oh. trick <laughs> oh, wow. it, it must be like a like a challenge you know like uh, I, I don't want to say challenges in animalistic but Mm. it's so for a lot of guys it can be easy to get more timid girls but if you're Mm. sort of like very powerful very confident then it's Mm. like well you know I could get anyone but you are like the ultimate goal and then to have you in bed Mm -hmm. and to fuck you Mm -hmm. and you know for them to be dominant and to have that control over you must Mm. be like the ultimate win 
Yes, but a lot the of them think that that's what's going to happen. But my sexual power is too much for them. <laughs> they can't handle they it. They can't handle it. No. So I end up dominating them. Yeah. And for some guys, I trip them out. So, you know, they're dominant. They meet me. They're yeah. like, I would never feel submissive. You mm. know, like, Ooh, and they get with me. And because I make them feel a certain way it, that makes them feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. you know so people assume that I have all these guys throw themselves at me but actually it's the opposite because a lot of men are scared of being underneath my spell so mm-hmm. to speak you know they're not they're not quite sure how to handle me they don't know what to say to me then they put added pressure on themselves oh my god she's a dominatrix so I have yeah. to be like this in bed and I have to be like that in bed yeah so what does it mean to you to be submissive and have the opportunity to be submissive when you are such like a powerful woman? Mm. For me, the reason why it's so dead to my heart is because that means the man sees me. Yeah. You know, you know when someone sees you? I see you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we all have different sides to us. We all have, you know, the dominant and submissive side. Of course, the dominant might be more of your... Um, dominant character or your submissive may be more of your dominant character but we both have both and depending on who you're with that person might bring it out or you you may never bring it out because you never want to explore it but for me personally when a man makes me feel submissive it feels it feels nice because he sees me yeah you know I I am Madam Storm I'm like this all the time like I can't switch it off (laughs) but when you make me feel submissive you bring out another side of my goddessness yeah, and that's what connection's supposed to be—bringing mm-hmm. out different sides of that person and exploring both sides of that person. That's when you're really connecting. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna feel that. Like mm. what you're ex- like explaining just sounds like such a pure form mm. of like connection and sexual energy. It's, mm. it sounds yeah, incredible. and then you're able to play between the both of them. Yeah, you know, and that's when you can really explore your role play, and you know, tonight you're your mish, your mistress Anna, and about tomorrow you're Susie. You know, yeah. without any limitations, without any judgment, you feel safe because when you're submissive, you have to feel safe, and I think that's really important in any sort of relationship yeah. that you have, whether it's a lover, Definitely. whether it's your partner, your husband, you have to feel safe. Yeah. That's the biggest thing about it, actually, Mm. is that that's why being submissive feels so good because you want to feel, like, safe in that company of whoever Mm. you're sexual with. Mm. Like, completely losing control. Yeah. Do you have any tips or advice to, you know, to how to feel safe safe with somebody, especially when you're dealing with, you know, like, uh, kink or BDSM? Mm. Mm. Communication is the key. Yeah. Make sure that you're doing it with someone that you've taken the time out to get to know. And make sure that person that's playing with you is interested in your pleasure and your desire, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Yeah. Make sure you have a safe word. Um, you know, I do know a lot of women struggle with saying no. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, in, I've, I've even experienced that in my life. It's, yeah. It's, it's hard. hard. Yeah. Because you're afraid of, you know, ruining the moment, yes. messing up the play. Um, and that's one of the things that I teach. It's like, you don't have to mess up the play. You know, you can direct him or her in a sexy way. Yeah. You know, so even if someone's, I don't know, choking you and you want it harder. Yeah. Just be like, oh, that feels so great, baby. Mm-hmm. Could you just do it a bit harder? Yeah. Oh, yeah, a bit harder. Oh, that's right. You can introduce yeah. it into play. 
you know, or if he does or she does something that you don't like, tell them. Tell them during sex. It's how, better. How would you say if someone was doing something you really didn't like, like how would you say that and not just like, oh, can you stop doing that? Well, that's when you have a safe word. Yeah. So if you want to have a safe word and it's pineapples and they do something that you really don't like, pineapples. <laughs> and then that way, straight away, he or her knows that you're not enjoying what you're yeah. doing. Yeah. I don't, I personally don't have a safe word. I don't even have safe words when I'm with my clients. And I know my, some people might be thinking, well, that's a contradiction. But I'm real with my shit. Like, I don't try to pretend that I'm something that I'm not. So I'd always be very, very honest. Yeah. I read people's body language. It's like a gift. Yeah. Well, that that is a safe word, really. You know, you're, you're looking out. That's communication. You're looking absolutely. out for the way that they are. Absolutely. And I've been doing it for years and I've spent time out to be in tune with myself and with my clients. So I, I know when they, they don't like something and mm -hmm. I know when they want me to stop because I'm in tune with their energy. But for beginners, I would always say, make sure that you have a safe word. But if I was in bed with somebody <clears throat> and, for example, if they told me to sit on their face... You know, I just said, I don't I don't like it. I'd be like, mm-mm, baby, I think you should get on your knees. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, like, be, yeah. play, be playful with it. Be a bit dominant in it. <laughs> yeah. It's sexy and you're communicating. I always say to couples that I coach, check in with each other and make it part of your play. Yeah. Ask them questions. Do you like this? <laughs> Is this pressure good enough? Do you want it harder? Do you want it softer? You know, and pay attention to your tonality. You know, if you want the person to stop, you're not going to say stop. Be like, all right, baby, can we stop that now? Let's try something different. <laughs> right? Make and it that sexy. Sounds, that sounds sexy. That wouldn't put, put someone off at all. For fuck's sake. This week, our listener's question is... I'm in a relationship with my boyfriend for over a year now, and I give him blowjobs all the time. But he never gives me head and he told me he can't do it because I get wet easily is there something I can do to stop me from getting wet and does it really bother guys to give head to a girl when she's wet you don't want to stop getting wet baby what you want to be wet yeah wetter is better mm, absolutely like got, got hang up with like the wetness or the juice or like the taste I don't know but this is the thing when you get with somebody this is why it's so important I can't stress this enough to let that person know your desires and your kinks because I'm sorry I can't be with anyone who ain't going to give me no head no way I'm definitely not going to be staying there for a year <laughs> <laughs> no way I, no I think that's I think when I like a first sexual experience was someone going down on me for half an hour Oof. and that was like okay this is great this mm. is perfect relationship material <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm feeling what this person is is written because my partner and I have gotten into bad habits where yeah. you know I I mean I used to give him head all the time and mm. he didn't reciprocate yeah. but I wanted sex when mm. he didn't necessarily want to so I would give him head to get the sex mm. um, you know he he's got a completely different um, libido than I do mm. and we've had discussions recently where I'm like you can't not give me head anymore like mm. I I need something back it needs to be equal yeah um, absolutely. so I, I can totally sympathize it's hard as well when you're in a long-term relationship like being with somebody for a year because it, it does change sex does mm. change the longer you're with someone when you're living together mm. and and whatever is going on in your life 
Um, it's, it is just talking about it more and mm. making it clear that you're not okay with the situation and something needs to change. Otherwise, you know, you might have to put your foot down and be yeah. like, I don't want to be with somebody yeah. who's mm-hmm. not going to reciprocate. They need to communicate, don't they? Absolutely. But she needs to be confident. It's all good us saying, oh, she needs to do this and she needs to do that. But, you know, yeah. this is a relationship. There's feelings and emotions involved. Mm-hmm. But this is where your self-love has to come first. Us women, we are always taking a step back and putting other people's needs before ours. And she really needs to look at the type of woman that she wants to be. You know, does she deserve to be pleasured the way that she wants to be pleasured? And if the answer is yes, then she needs to translate translate that to her partner. Yeah. Because she deserves to be satisfied as much as Mm -hmm. he deserves to be satisfied. And to have a mature conversation about it. Him just saying, oh you get too wet it's just some bullshit. If that I can, is, if I can just be real bullshit. frank, yeah, because it's, he ain't complaining excuse. about the wetness when he's up in there, is he? No, no? I mean, it, is it maybe even not her? Maybe the fact that he's down there, mouth open, he's drooling, and he doesn't like his own drool. Or maybe he's just not into it, and that's <laughs> okay. Yeah. But he needs to be honest and say to her. It's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. It's not yeah. it's not everybody's thing. But, but to make breaker, her feel like it's something to do with problem. her, yeah. it's just not cool. Fucking hell. This week's story from our listeners is my ex-boyfriend was into adult baby diaper lover mm-hmm. play. Could you please discuss this? because no one else talks about it. It's a really hard subject because it's a very niche fetish. Yeah. Have you ever experienced this with your work? No, because it's not my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you remember before I said there's loads of different mistresses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we only do things that, that we like. Yeah. And there are thousands and thousands of fetishes out there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. obviously there are loads of mistresses that would adhere to those yeah. sort of fetishes. Do you know what, what that is specifically? Oh, yes, of course. So... It's men who like to be dressed up as babies. So you put diapers on them. Um, Some of them actually like women who are pregnant, who can then give them breast milk. Mm -hmm. Um, Others just like the whole baby in. You know, like, oh, you're, you're, you know, my my baby. And you might have a bottle. In a dungeon, we have, like, bottles. Um, You know, we have ashtrays. We have... Uh, pet bowls you know for all different sorts of different fetishes Mm -hmm. so you would have these bottles sometimes they're very large bottles and sometimes they're just normal bottles that a normal baby would have depends on the person's fantasy but ultimately it's about a man wanting to feel submissive back to childlike regression Mm -hmm. yeah so he would sit on your lap as a baby he would suck his thumb you would dress him up in baby clothes and you would talk to him as a baby there was a storyline in this netflix series called working mums and in one of the sexual relationships um one of the women had just had a child so she was uh breastfeeding Mm -hmm. and the guy in the relationship started 
he was kind of like turned on by mm. drinking her milk. Mm. And when I watched this, I realised that that would really turn me on. Oh too. my god, yes, but that's a completely different thing. Like lactation, yeah, is so fucking hot. But this is like an extreme on a role play. Yeah, mm. I mean, I would be. I, I fucking love milky titties. Oh my god, like the really? idea of like, yeah, I love milk tits. Like my mate, she's just <laughs> had a baby. She sent pictures of her tits, and I was like, fuck, they're so. What? So hot. you like, would you want to feed? off the tits I don't know There's. I don't know whether I, I want my tits to be fed off of or mm. I like the idea of watching somebody else sucking on her tits and getting off yeah. of it I also mm. really like the idea of her being like chained up and forcibly milked as well mm. um, yeah that I, is a fish my, my partner and I watched this porn ages ago where a woman was getting like either fucked by a machine or there was like sex toys involved mm. while she was being pumped at the same time oh, wow. and she was like crying with pleasure mm. like she was like in and that does both sound like it would be hot both of us were like fucking to it <laughs> it was so good and i think you know you need to explore that mm-hmm. yeah if it's something that turns you on you should explore it well when i'm when i'm pregnant yeah when <laughs> when, when in the next few years maybe who knows and you know the thing about fetishes is that you just never know when you're going to find out a new one yeah they just pop right? up out of nowhere you're like just Whoa. when you're watching netflix shows <laughs> like literally like a guy said to me like two days ago that he thinks about me when he has sex with another girl Oh, wow. And it's not the first time that I've heard that. I hear that quite a lot. But <laughs> <laughs> but that shit really turns me on. Really? Oh. I definitely <laughs> yeah. wouldn't turn me on. I'd be like, that's fucking weird. Why are you, why are you doing that? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because I like the fact that they view me as a fantasy. Like, yeah. I am the porn. Yeah. Do you know what you I mean? Yeah. Ultimate girls. Yeah. 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 So back to this um, adult diaper play. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's one of those fetishes, I guess, that not really many people talk about because mm-hmm. I guess people might find it judgmental, a bit mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, there in were some ways. There but... are a few programs out on uh, Channel Four about it, and they kept stressing that it wasn't sexual, and I couldn't believe that it wasn't what? sexual. How can it not be sexual? It is a sexual thing. Well, I mean, specifically that, but this was like the the lifestyle, oh. like where they would they would literally build a full life size baby room. And a lot of the time it was a female being the child, the man looking after her. And most of them stressed it wasn't sexual. But I was like, it can't not be sexual. You're two adults together doing something very intimate. Yeah, just because there's no sex doesn't mean it's not sexual. But a lot of people get confused with the whole, you know, this is weird, paedophilia. Like, why would you ever want to be a child? But Mm. it's whether or not, like, how how you see it. I think, yes, Uh, I understand that part because if a guy was to ask me to dress up as a schoolgirl, mm-hmm. yeah, it's something that I can't get down with. Really, it makes me extremely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Even when I see women out in school attire, yeah, it, I just can't get down with it. Yeah. Oh, see, I, I like that shit. Yeah, I love a teacher schoolgirl fetish, uh, fantasy. But yeah. is it any different to say one of your submissives dressing like a dog and pretending to be, a, you know, a dog, a slave dog, and then saying, "Oh yeah, but that's weird about animals. Like you must be into bestiality." Oh, absolutely. But I'm just saying it's just not my shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to. I'm not saying that no, it's right or wrong. I'm just saying. Yeah. But you know that could be something to do with my own childhood, mm, and I think yeah. it's important that we realise that. Yeah. yeah, and also like these sort of fantasies are very detached from like the real thing, so it's not that they're, they're yeah, not, that they're not actually true. saying I'm a baby. Mm. They're like I'm an adult. Mm. I just want to be mother. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like they want to be mothered to the extreme. Mm, it's so mm. interesting. If anyone else is out there that's like into this and knows more, please let us know. We'd yeah. love to. And that is why learn. it's so good that you ladies have this podcast that we can discuss these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like sharing and, and being able for me to be like, well, girl, that's not my thing. And for you to be like, well, it's my thing. Yeah. And for you to not feel judged or for me not to feel judged. Yeah. We're just all having yeah. open conversation about different kinks. I think it's fucking fabulous. It is, isn't it? Fabulous. <laughs> fabulous, darling. Fabulous. Well, on that note, it probably is time for us to fuck off. Oh. This has been oh. such a pleasure. Like, totally amazing. It's been you incredible. Such a powerful podcast. I feel like I'm going to go home and dress as a fucking child. <laughs> no, I won't do that. Maybe a dog, though. I <laughs> love it. Well on the heels. That. Put on your heels. Yeah, with the heels. Yeah, make sure you come the 11th of January. We are. Masterclass. Yeah. I'm going to send you to some yes. complimentary tickets. Oh, oh thank you. you. Would, would we be allowed to vlog it? Would we be allowed to of film? Of course. <gasps> yes. Of course. And then we could put it all over our YouTube channel. Like yeah. a filthy rash. Mm. <laughs> Love it. Thank so you, ladies. where can our Curious Fuckers find you? Oh, Curious Fuckers. Well, um, Curious Fuckers. <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can find me on my Instagram at Madam Storm. You can also visit my website at teachmestorm.co.uk. Amazing. I can't wait. And yeah, guys, if you've enjoyed this podcast, and please, from the bottoms of our pussies share it <laughs> rate it like it do all the things that you can download it even mate they that fucking love so, that it sounds Dude, like they're going to be grading subscribe. us on our vaginas yeah. <laughs> from one to ten how five good was that pussy, pussy. <laughs> five star pussy, five star yeah. pussy and I love for it. anyone that didn't realise I am suffering from a massive cold which is mm-hmm. why I sound really nasal it's like that episode of Friends where Phoebe has her cold and she, and sounds, she sounds so sexy. sexy yeah she's like must dig your shoes Imagine having to try to suck a dick now. Though. Oh my god, no! <laughs> you would choke to death. You're like, I, no, it's the worst thing. Absolutely not. Snot would be pouring <laughs> out my nose. Yeah, fully. Oh, Gross. Shit. Oh my god. And on that note, <laughs> on that bye. note, bye. 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 Root Insurance puts you in control. Root is a new type of car insurance that uses the sensors in your smartphone to look deeper than other insurers. Here's how it works. Download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior, like turning and braking, and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate, meaning good drivers could save hundreds. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details.